Hi, Rick Lambert, and welcome to this marketing show. Look, you're probably thinking about what are you going to do to step up your digital marketing in 2021. Cheryl's got five awesome ideas. I write mine down old school, just so you know, Cheryl goes from memory. But Cheryl, let's see if you can remember your first good idea. First idea is around personalizing all of your communications. So especially since the pandemic, there was an overload of communications. I'm sure you've noticed your inbox is probably twice as full as it normally was. So when I say personalize your conversations or your communications, it's around something called conversational marketing. So it's no longer enough to just send an email as an example, talking about your product, your service, maybe you have a sale going on, something along those lines. What you want to do is you want to think of those emails as two-way conversations with your customer or your prospect. How can you do that? Can you add their name in the subject line? Can you segment your DL list and actually create more relevant content for that section? Um, same with social media. How can you, you know, single out a certain area of people that you're trying to speak to? So think about personalizing all of your communications in the digital marketing world. And again, conversational marketing is something we're going to hear more about in 2021. I think. Awesome. So, you know, it's funny, Cheryl mentions personalization in our sales coaching courses we talk about in prospecting emails or just communication, use the person's name two to three times in the email alone. I mean, these are people, there's no better word than your name probably to you. Uh, maybe not. Uh, okay, here's my first one. If you're thinking seriously about stepping up your digital marketing game, hire a professional. Look, you don't need them for the whole ride, but just to analyze where you're at right now and say, look at here's how we should organize the chess pieces. I can tell you personally, before Cheryl arrived on our team, um, it's a night and day difference if you've got someone who holistically looks at the whole situation and says, look, I think we should go this way. A little shout out to a friend of mine on LinkedIn here. She's got a great quote around hiring a professional. This is to you, Dana. You always say, if you think it's expensive to hire a professional, wait until you hired an amateur. So true. That is very true. My second point is around social media conversation monitoring. So if you're not already in 2021 or sooner, uh, start to pay attention to some of the conversations that are happening on social media around topics that are relevant to your industry. And if they're happening, you want to start participating in those conversations. And if they're not, you can start creating those conversations. And the easiest way to do that is by asking some sort of a question around something that might be relevant, maybe something new that's happening, maybe it's a trend in the industry. And also tag people, tag companies, tag organizations. It sort of puts the pressure on for them to actually communicate back with you. Okay, pressure, nothing you ever put on me. <laughs> okay, so here's my next one. Look, for any digital marketing program I've seen anyway work, you have to have your people involved, okay? They're micro sites of your major site, of your brand, etc. And so my suggestion is survey your people, okay? And maybe your customers as well. But if you start with your people, I think what you're going to find is that they've got great ideas that you may not think about, especially your customer-facing people or people behind the scenes, right? Great ideas for social posts, etc. What direction do you think we should go? There's an old saying, and Cheryl, I know you've never heard this before. There's a guy that used to work at Chrysler, and when he retired after 38 years, as he left his last day, apparently he said to the manager, he said, look, I appreciate working here. You've paid me for 38 years for what I've done with my hands, but never once did you ask what was in my mind. And so I think it's very important to ask your people what they think would be you know, important in 2021 and maybe use some of their ideas. You never know. That's the first time I heard that story today. So if that means anything. My third point is write for humans. Okay, so enough of the keyword stuffing in your website content, in your email content, even in social posts. I see that people are using that jargon. Drop the jargon. I always try to write emails for clients based on how I would communicate something to my 10 year old. 
maybe 14, 15 year old is maybe around the age, but like search, search engines are so much more smarter now and they're not looking at keywords. They're actually paying attention to what human beings are searching for and they understand what that journey looks like and you're not going to be rewarded anymore and you haven't for a while now, but for just stuffing keywords and, and creating text heavy content. It's about user experience. So just think about that. And here's a question to think about before I tell you my next one. If we looked at your website or your social media content or whatever you're putting out there in this digital world, what percentage includes pictures of your people? Okay. And I'm asking that because I think people still buy from people and we were working with a client recently. We looked at their website. They hadn't touched their website or their digital DNA in a couple of years. And I said, look, the, the business owner is so well known in your market and your people are so well connected with the customers, yet they're not shown anywhere in your digital footprint. So my suggestion would be for 2021, uh, show your people, showcase your people, right? If you think people buy from people and you're missing them, we've all seen those pictures, Cheryl, the stock photo of the multicultural mm. group, remote office worker, you can smell those pictures a mile away. And even to build on that, update your current pictures. So if you have pictures of your staff already on your website, take new ones. Mm -hmm. It kind of mm -hmm. makes it look like mm -hmm. you've just completely refreshed your entire site. It's like redressing a mannequin. For sure. Uh, my point number four is evaluate your social media platforms. And I know I'm talking a lot about social media, but I think it's going to be a big player in 2021 to make you stand out. So when I say evaluate, look at the platforms that you're currently on, look at how they're performing. And when I say performing, I mean, look at the engagement. Are people actually following you? Are you getting new followers? Are people interacting with your content? Are people looking at your content? Are you creating the right content for the platform? Drop the ones that aren't performing because the reality is not all of them are going to work for you. And it's a lot to be on every single platform that exists. Drop the ones that aren't performing and start looking at new ones. So I know for us and a lot of our clients in the B2B space, we're really starting to focus a lot on strategy behind Instagram. Mm -hmm. And Instagram is starting to get a lot better at uh, things like video and mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. like being able to include hyperlinks, stuff like that. So just look at the ones that aren't performing and consider other options for 2021. Great idea. And you know, I think Twitter as a horse has a question mark beside it in many people's mind for business. Uh, in the B2B space a little more, I would say. Um, yeah. Those of you that follow me on LinkedIn, you know, I'm big there, but Instagram, I got my toe on that one too. All right. So my next suggestion to hop it up would be look at your competitor's website and their digital DNA. Look, when I do live speaking events, I often ask salespeople, how many of you in the room in the last 90 days, be honest, you can do it yourself now, have visited your top three competitors' websites to see what they're talking about, right? And mm -hmm. it's typically a very poor response I get. And I say that because there's an old saying, Cheryl, and I, I know you love my old sayings. Mm -hmm. It's what you learn about your competition after you know it all that really matters. And I think just checking them out before you figure out what you're going to do could uh, make a big difference. My last point on ways that you can step up your digital marketing, and if you're not doing this already, I would definitely uh, encourage you to look into it, and that is incorporating paid advertising. Paid advertising when it comes to search, when it comes to display, when it comes to retargeting ads, when it comes to social media, whether you're trying to build more followers, extend your reach, uh, creating contests, all of these things. Paid advertising does not have to be expensive. And, and something that I have noticed that Google's been doing with our clients, and we've been taking advantage of that, they've been offering credits. So they've been saying, if you spend $50, we'll give you $100 in ad money. So it allows you to do a little bit more 
and have less less risk associated with it and just try it out try it out for a month or two um, Google will also reward you for spending money with them of course from an SEO perspective mm -hmm. in terms of their algorithms so there's always a benefit to that um, it is a little bit complex I think if you really get into stuff like you know mm -hmm. retargeting as we just mentioned but it certainly is is a way to step up your marketing in a big way. And so, you know, Cheryl's team's brought that whole talent to us. We did a show actually on paid advertising, yeah. if you check out a previous show, and it's not that expensive at all. And really, it's just a VIP pass on Google to get to right at the front of the line. If you know what you're doing. If you know what you're doing, right. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen some blunders. Okay, um, all right, my last one. Okay, look, at here it is, okay? You got good ideas, but as I always say, Great ideas are only as good as their execution, right? So my last suggestion is it, make a commitment, okay, to the commitment, okay? Mm. It's like New Year's Eve, you're gonna be there making a commitment to something, right? I'm gonna exercise, I'm gonna stop whatever <laughs> it is, okay? But look it, if you're honest with yourself and the commitment isn't gonna last that long, outsource, okay? Get someone to go to the gym for you. If you are uh, finding the couch is a comfortable spot, you wanna stay there, you wanna go to the gym, outsource your marketing, they'll go to the gym for you three times a week, they'll build the muscle you need okay, to show up on game day and win. And I just think a lot of people don't explore the outsourcing mm. model. And it's amazing how tight we can get to what the customer's story is, create storylines, mm -hmm. and really just blow it up with air coverage in terms of uh, you know boosting their consideration rates. For so sure. I'm not suggesting you got to outsource, but you know best, are you gonna do it or not? And we see so many dormant you know, social media channels, uh, websites not touched, uh, nothing going on, no events, no nothing. And I think your brand and you deserve to uh, be a little more active, especially with the customer online. Yeah, those are 10 great points. And we actually have 21 that we created on one of our most recent blogs, which is on intocommunications.com. So it's only eight check pages. it out. <laughs> it's only a five minute read, I promise you. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget, email us anytime and we'll see you next week.